listening to The Burn. Gaming stuff, blazing fast. Welcome to a new episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. I'm Aviv Manoach. And I am Omer Kaplan, and I assure you, Aviv was much more enthusiastic the last time we recorded <laughs> the opening. It's like, it's, I think that's but, the but I did it correctly this time. Yes. Yeah, you was, yeah, it was slow, accurate, and cautious. Exactly. Uh, how are you doing, Mr. Omer? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. So we were just talking about uh, Memorial. So it's Memorial Day today. Yes. The what, what's the greeting for Memorial Day? It's not happy no, Memorial Day. It's, so here's the thing, usually Memorial Day here, at least where I live, is the first day of the, the pool season, so all the pools are like opening here. All right, so, it, it's the equivalent of, of Shavuot, which we'll have in a, in a week. Yes, so so everybody just like kind of like congregate at pools and just like hang out together, so there's no, everybody kind of like acknowledges Memorial Day. It's, it's, like, it's, not, it's not Israeli Memorial Day. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I mean, I guess for some people it is, but you know, people are not. And, and you, you also have like two holidays for this. You have Veterans Day and you have Memorial Day. Veterans are those that are still alive. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, I guess it, yeah. It depends, I guess, for for who. I mean, we're if you're not affected directly, I guess, or indirectly by Memorial Day, then you know, it's just like you go out, you go to the pool and hang out with people. Yeah. Um, do I have a way to make you um, louder in Zoom? I can maybe talk a little bit louder. Or yeah, I, can I also want louder. to check. No, the automatically adjust is disabled. Oh, check oh. on your end that it's not automatically adjusting your volume. Yes. Because, because Zoom is stupid. Yep, I'm doing this. And they also have like higher input volume, so we should be fine. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, yep. Cool. So let's move on from the technical issues and, and into the show. Um, in each episode of this show, we talk about games we played and liked or disliked. Uh, sometimes there are news. This week there is not news or whatever you said, but we will discuss a few games. So let's dive in with the update on the crusader kings 3 campaign yes so yeah yeah i'm gonna do it real fast i'm gonna do it blazing fast <laughs> um yeah i just I, I feel like i owe you an update for for my uh, crusader king 3 campaign so my campaign as you remember was starting in ethiopia uh and slowly but surely conquering my way all the way up to jerusalem as the only jewish tribe in the kingdom like the i guess world whatever um, so I had a I had a good run. Uh, my kingdom slowly grow. I was starting like conquering people. Did my old title distribution, all that. I'm doing all the Crusader King stuff. Yes. But then, and I was hoping that the Mongol invasion. So at some point, there's like a big Mongol invasion event where Genghis Khan declares this the kingdom of the universe and unites all the clans and invades like a whole bunch of stuff. And I uh, it started. They're starting moving west towards Jerusalem. So I thought, okay, well, they're going to throw the whole region into a loop. I'll be able to capitalize on some of that turmoil that happens there uh, and get my way uh, only to discover that the kingdom of Jerusalem actually 
managed to repel all the the invasion and they actually become huge and super strong and there's like no way to even like get near those people uh-huh. so what ended up happening is so they became huge and then I was a relatively small kingdom squished between two big Christian kingdoms and at some point they said okay well uh, we're gonna declare holy holy war on you and bring all the Christian world on top of you uh, and that was the end of the campaign but it was a good run um they ended up forcing me to convert so there it is yeah it was it was fun times though it's uh it it brought me into crusader kings 3 and as soon as i have another how many hours this campaign took i want to say 50 40 something wow that's a big campaign yeah, I yeah I can actually I can actually check, and now that you're saying it's a big campaign, it's probably going to be closer to thirty. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, still, it, okay. It felt like I literally played like every single like evening uh, for like an hour or two. So I think it's going to be I think it's going to end up between thirty and maybe fifty. That's still that's that's still that's still a run. That playing for the same campaign for for dozens of hours. That that's getting your your worth out of the game. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Just because like it was really hard to get alliances or marrying people, so it was really, yeah. It um, it was a, it, it was tough. It was like I think I think I could have set myself up for an easier campaign at the beginning. Um, but yeah, yeah, but that that was the the theme you wanted to play, and that's what you did, and and it was fun. Yep, it was fun, and now I'm I'm resting from 4K games for <laughs> a couple of weeks. It was fun, uh, fun times. That's that's cool. Okay, uh, let's move on to the game of the show, and this time we are talking about V Rising. Um, so V Rising is um, an early access game that came out like oh, ten days ago, two weeks ago, something like that. Um, and and that this is one of those survival crafting game that that takes. Twitch by a storm every time they came out. The last one was Valheim. And many people describe V-Rising as basically Valheim um, vampire thing. Um, only the, the key difference between, besides the vampire stuff, between V-Rising and, and other survival crafting game is that it's uh, from like a top-down perspective like Diablo and not a third-person... Um, like an adventure perspective thing. Um, <clears throat> so for me, at least w- once I saw it, and I've I've been playing survival crafting for a while, not a lot of them, but some of them, I really got into um, Conan Exiles for a while. Uh, that was really cool. But the thing that drew me into Verizing was that ARPG kind of gameplay mechanics so um you have a top-down perspective and you have like hotkeys for your abilities and and you attack with the mouse and everything so that's a, that, that's a key difference that for me was a big drawing point uh the other one the, the other drawing point is the vampire stuff and it's very like ingrained into the game besides of the story um, you are an ancient vampire. You were in a stupor for hundreds of years. Uh, once the vampires ruled the world and then they were defeated and all the vampires went into into the slumber and now you are 
risen. Uh, and apparently <clears throat> the vampire blood has been like distributed among the population. It's called the V-blood. Uh, and people with high concentration of V-blood have unique abilities. And your goal here um, is to go around, around the, the game world and kill all the filthy mortals possession, possessing V-blood uh, and taking back your vampire abilities. Uh, and those are sort of like the, the progression of the game, the bosses and everything. <clears throat> uh, they start from like level, I think 15 is the first, I would call it a boss. Uh, it's a big wolf thing. Um, it's called the alpha wolf. After you kill it, you can turn into a wolf, which is cool. There are a few shape-shifting abilities in the game. Uh, you turn into a wolf to get extra um, speed. You turn into a rat. I didn't get this that ability, but I know it exists. Uh, you turn it into a rat, and I think that makes it so people ignore you. So you can like travel without getting attacked all the time. Stuff like that. Um, and the, the, the majority of the game is you build your castle. The, the vampire castle is really cool. Um, you start with the, the normal crafting tables and whatnot. And later you get specialized rooms for your castle. So you get, for example, a forge floor. So you build a forge room and you put your forges there, uh, smelting, stuff like that. Um, and, and your crafting stations get bonuses from being in a room and from being with the, in the appropriate room. Um, and that ties into like the big problem with the game early in the in the early game uh, and obviously the game addresses that it's part of the progression but it's difficult at the beginning um the game is very slow at the beginning um traveling from place to place crafting everything takes a long time and and as i mentioned because of all of these synergies it is it is playing in a way that over time you will gain more um like bonuses on your crafting so you get bonuses from things being in a room you get bonuses from the floor etc so those bonuses um counteract the slowness of, of crafting thing um and, and also as the game progress you gain abilities to to move quicker you can mount horses which is really cool um so it helps you move a lot quicker I actually found out um, you can get mounts a lot quicker than I previously knew uh, I, in my game. And, and I let me preface this by saying I, I know a lot of the, about the game from watching it on Twitch and less from my own playthrough. I played for like eight hours. Um, I got from those who play the game, I got to the point where <clears throat> you start... Um, enchanting or um, charming servants for your vampire army basically um, and I didn't get any I didn't get a horse in my amount in my playthrough I didn't get a lot of uh, uh, to, to, to um, later stage bosses stuff like that so I know of those things from watching on Twitch um, <clears throat> 
but yeah you get mounts um, there are portals like a, a teleport station in the game but the game does something unique in that be- because of the ARPG nature there are two type of equipment on you one is like your adventuring equipment like your weapons and consumable consumables and stuff and the other is like the crafting material and everything and you can't teleport if you have crafting materials on you you can only teleport with your adventuring gear um so if you build your castle near near a teleportation gate you can jump into like further into the map to go one way but then you collect resources and everything and you have to do the track back you can't teleport back and obviously i think you can teleport with a horse so you either go on with your mount or you don't that's that's why uh, that's what i think um so all in all the the early game and mid game are a bit slow but uh if you go through that there are ways to mitigate that um but some of the cool things in this game and, and like other crafting survival games uh it can be played in servers i think 4d player is the limit right now i think i saw also 60 but i don't know where that came from in in my uh, in my game, in the server browser thing, I only saw up to 30. Uh, and because of the nature of the bosses and everything, uh, it has that feel of an MMO. Uh, because in, in a server with actual people, um, you can organize raids to go after bosses. And you actually go and kill those bosses. And everyone uh, when um, that is near the boss can... can um feed on 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 the boss and gain the ability so it's not like a one player thing if you kill the boss you are in the proximity everyone can feed from it and gain the, the thing um i saw some of the of the battles in the end game and there are like cathedral and other castles and and you go into them and it's like scarlet monastery in world of warcraft um really amazing stuff um, so yeah, it's an early access, but it has a bunch of content, easily 50, 60, 80 hours of content in this game, um, a bunch of, of different bosses and unique enemies, um, there is a mechanic for your vampire blood, so each, each time you drink uh, a mob's blood, it has like a, a class and 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 purity so it can be like a three percent creature blood or a 50 percent rogue blood or 90 percent warrior blood stuff like that and the higher quality blood you drink uh you get special abilities from that class but um if you drink another type of blood or lower quality any other thing basically you lose those bonuses. So all the bonuses are um, short term. You don't like keep the quality and the class you got because blood runs out eventually. Uh, it decreases. Uh, I don't know if it, if it decreases automatically if you don't do anything, but in order for you to heal, you need to use blood. Um, later game, you have potions and stuff, but early game especially... Uh, you have to to use blood to heal, and so uh, at some point you will run out of blood, and you have to feed. Um, sometimes mobs drop 
hearts, uh, which you can eat to gain blood, but that is frail blood, and frail blood um, always have 0% quality and no bonuses. So in a pinch, you can restore your blood, but you lose all your bonuses. Uh, so that's a really cool mechanic. Obviously, there are a bunch of different um, <clears throat> abilities to gain from all the bosses. So there are like range attacks and melee attacks and, and all sorts of spells and stuff. Very ARPG. Like also weapons you you craft and find also have uh, a secondary ability that that you can use. So for example, um, the first spears you get has like a flurry attack where they do a bunch of, of spear strike um, at, at the same time. Um, maces or hammers has like a, a, a ground pound thing. Uh, swords has like a spin to win move, stuff like that. Um, very versatile, very, very deep. This game, as I mentioned, there is a, a mechanic for uh, charming mobs and turning them into vampire servants, and then you can you can either put them to guard your castle or send them on hunts and stuff. Um, so yeah, early access, a lot of content, looks good, plays well. The only um, real complaints I have is the slowness of the beginning. And the fact that unlike most ARPG, you move with uh, the WASD keys and you change the camera with the right mouse button. And that uh, control scheme is not very uh, comfortable a lot of the time. Uh, I would rather if it was like just like Diablo where you, you click to move and stuff. Uh, but yeah, other than that, highly, highly recommended, even, even in early access, uh, it can only become better from here. Uh, and it's 20 bucks like right now. So yeah, I, I, yeah, the, yeah. no, it, it seems I'm, I'm really conflicted about games who take Twitch like by storm. So, that, so, but so I don't, you know, like everybody plays it. It's like top seller on steam because everybody gets it. But this one, I mean, this one seems like really, really polished for early access. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, I, yeah. I haven't like dug deep into it. Maybe it's early access because they are uh, polishing the netcode for the servers and stuff. Uh, I don't know. But clearly yeah. a lot of work has gone into this game. Yeah. And it, I mean, it looks like if you are into crafting survival, if, you know, the ARPG angle, I think it's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, just like, you know, so I thought about getting it and I watched people play it on Twitch and I'm thinking, wow, this is like, you know, like Velheim, I think there's a lot of like upfront investment you have to make until you get to the cool stuff. So, I mean, it sounds like, I haven't watched Velheim, um, a lot, so I, I can't compare but I wouldn't say you need to, to wait for, to get to the cool stuff. I think they... Uh, oh, and, and, and another thing I, I forgot to mention. There is a very in-depth uh, onboarding and tutorial to the game. So the, there is like a quest line that, that um, tells you what to do at the beginning uh, in great details. And as you progress, start giving you more general goals. So in the, in the beginning is craft a bone sword. And after like 
five hours, it's build a custom room without telling you all the all the steps uh, in between. So very good, uh, for very good uh, work um, on that um, side of it. Uh, and my point was that even in the in the um, early stages of the game, despite the fact that crafting and everything takes a bit longer, there are cool things. There are cool things to see. Uh, and the early bosses are, are cool and interesting. And you get some very nice abilities very early on. So I played for eight hours and there was always something to do. Um, and even though I ran into enemies that were difficult for me, I always felt cool. And I like games that makes me feel cool. Yes. Um, and also... I then went and watched one of my streamers um, play it, and I, I noticed how they just has a completely different skill level, even in the early game. So, so you can play the game a lot better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, and oh, by the way, when you die, do you have to start over? Oh, that, that's like, okay. That's an interesting thing. Uh, the death mechanic is very Diablo two. Uh, as I mentioned, there are the, the two types of, of equipment. The adventure and equipment stays with you. So all of your weapons and armor and consumables, you don't lose them, but you drop your corpse drops all of your resources okay. that you collect. So when you die, you respawn either in a gateway, like a teleportation gate, or in your coffin. Uh, and you can just run back and get your corpse, like in Diablo. Okay, that's nice. Yep, it's it's from uh, from from that perspective also a very cool thing for a crafting game. I don't like perma death, perma losing things in, yeah. in those games. Okay, I'm uh, I'm 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 in. So you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, mm, I don't know, I'm not really into crafting survival. Valheim it was like super super slow, and I wasn't getting much out of it, but. This one's maybe interesting, so we'll see. Yeah, I I kind of want to try um, a multiplayer server, but I probably only do it with friends because going into a public server, uh, even if it's just PvE and not PvP, you run into a thing where, okay, everyone has their castle location. Where do I build my castle and, and stuff like that? Um, yeah. So it probably only try to play it with friends at some points. Uh, but it's very viable solo. And solo also give like a different experience. Um, in, in, the, in the other podcast, I described this castle aesthetic as Castlevania, the animated series, uh, mm. especially like the first two seasons with, with the actual castle of Dracula. And you can get crazy builds with this, uh, with this game. Uh, the only thing is... There are no stories. You can only build like uh, flat, flat levels, or use the surrounding levels to to bump up. You can't like wow. put multiple stories one on top of the other. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, as a person who's really bad at like building games, I I'll build I'll build the flat thing. I mean, <laughs> you know, I so I played you know I played No Man's Sky and people build like amazing stuff in No Man's Sky. Oh, in No Man's and, Sky, in No Man's Sky, you know, um, that building system in that game, 
you have like all the you have floors and then walls and everything and you can build whatever you want but you also have prefab rooms I only yep. use the prefab rooms exactly I that you know I'll be if I I try to be like free form build there I just build a tent I can't build something good and yeah, the, 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 the prefab rooms just looks better and they connect and everything and it works yes so ah I miss no I miss no wins guys fun game It just um, got uh, it, uh, a new um, expansion has, has, uh, yeah, that, has been is announced. That, yeah, is it the one where you it's, can play as a pirate? Uh, it's something with a roguelike mechanic. I, I didn't really um, look too deep into it. Yeah, this game is the herald of the metaverse. This game is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on to our last topic. You played the... the other twitch sensation of like two years ago or something yes uh untitled goose game yeah I, you know i don't know where i got it i don't know how i got it i could maybe have gotten it two years ago in the whole twitch thing because it looks funny and i just i i finished the game i think yesterday um where i had to like just take how a long? break from it how long to beat oh i want to say i think i wrote in the show notes between I think it was between four and eight hours, something like that. It's like, so it's a, sh- it's a short experience. Like if you, I mean, if you really put yourself to the task of, I mean, I took it really slow, super, super slow. So if you, you know, if you say, okay, well, I want to play this game through and I want to beat it, you're probably going to do it within three to five hours, probably. It's like a, it's like a really short and fun experience. Um, so for those of you who don't know what it is, you literally play as a goose With all the things a goose can do, you can honk, you can flap your wings, you can run, you can walk. There's no flying, but so you're kind of like a grounded goose, I guess, um, which is kind of funny because we have a lot of geese like where I live. So and they're like they're acting the same way. They like hate people. They'll chase you. They'll, you know, they they're, they're not nice people. So uh, so basically you're a goose and you're on a mission, which I'm not going to spoil, but. Essentially, you fill out a to-do list between like one zone of a little town to the next. So you start uh, at like this area that has like a garden with the gardener and you have a whole bunch of like tasks to do. And once you finish a bunch of tasks, you annoy the gardener enough that he's unlocking the next area for you pretty much. Uh, and then you go between different zones until you reach the end, which I'm not going to spoil. But there's a, there's a story, there's a small, super short and cute story to the game. Uh, and most of the tasks are involving like really specific stuff like I don't know uh, so there's a zone which is a restaurant so you have to you know steal a fork a knife a cup and make yourself a small picnic so that's one of the to do's but there's there's like more vague to do's so one of the things you have to do right off the bat is make the gardener uh, wear his like special sun hat so the gardener you see the sun hat is like on a some hang is hanging for somewhere and you say okay well what do I need to do? To make the garden wear the hat and then you have to like kind of like discern that from your surroundings the behaviors of the different characters um, so it's nice it's kind of like some obs- it's like a puzzle game which like involves some observation some I don't know like a little bit of like maneuvering like the environment and like learning okay well I can hide in bushes and they don't see me or I can hide under a table and they ignore me 
or look at how what some character is doing though if you honk at them what do they do if you flap your wings at them what do they do um so it and it's it's like it's any like the initial experience is very easy and straightforward so that's your like i don't know three to five hours just go through the game and enjoy it and then sometimes you'll do stuff that's like really weird so one, one thing I, I did because like so i was i was i was stuck like for a long time in the first zone and then it, i figured out like the mechanics of the game so one of the things I tried, I said, well, what if I lock the gardener outside of his garden? I could probably do that. So I did it somehow. <laughs> and then and then you get like a special achievement. And then there's this whole other secret to-do list that unlocks. And this is like your higher tier difficulty. So you can do like really challenging stuff with the characters that isn't on your like straightforward, complete the game experience, which is kind of nice. Awesome. Uh, it's basically, you, you, you say it's a puzzle game. Uh, it's always reminded me, and I think other people did uh, um, made the comparison. It's Hitman. Just without wow. killing... That's interesting. We, without, well, not without killing people. Without the yeah. um, th- theme of hired assassin. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know... Yeah, there's, there's, because there's, because there's especially the 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 newer Hitman trilogy, uh, it's a stealth game, but it's it's really is a puzzle game, and and that's what we call it, and they're very similar in in that regard. Yes, yes, and, uh, I mean, it's ve- very. I mean, if you compare it to Hitman, it's like overly simplified, which is nice. It's overly simplified, so there's not you know you don't go into a club and you have to observe all the stuff and all the environment and all the roles. You know, you have like one or two characters, how they interact, but yeah. And you can do things stealthily, you can do things... Yeah, it's sort of a a deconstruction of the formula. Yes. Some of the things you can stealth, some of the things you can even force if you really try. So you can, you know, instead of like stealing something and then stealth your way out, you can just like grab it and like they'll chase you, but you'll run very fast. Uh, And they're obviously faster than you because they want to keep the game challenging, but... Uh, you can like maneuver yourself as much as possible. Um, some characters can swim, so if you go into a lake, they won't follow you necessarily. Um, but yeah, I can I can totally see the like the connection there. Lot less le- a lot less strangling uh, and killing people, but uh, I mean you know you're a goose. You need to embrace the fact that you're a goose. And do yeah, goose. but you you can cause like people to drown and stuff if I remember correctly. I. Maybe I haven't done that, but I can totally see, I can totally see that happening. Uh, you, you I think, I think if if I remember correctly, there is a, there is a, at at one point um, a way to make people brown, and there is at one point electrocuting people. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Done that. Yeah. So so it's it's just as violent as as Hitman. You just don't have the explicit reason of hired yes. to kill people. But that yeah, so the the electrify people, it's uh, it's on the secret to do list, so you don't have to do it if you want to finish the game. Uh-huh. There, there is, yeah. The, the, so yeah, you the, you can play as a as a pacifist goose or not? Yes, um, <laughs> for the most part, yes. <laughs> you yeah, but you but the thing you do a lot in the game is scare people and lock them in the, in different rooms and make them like lock themselves in, lock themselves out. It's like yeah, you you, you make a whole lot of mess. 
is a goose. Um, okay. Some, yeah. So yeah, there it is. You you're a goose. You do the goose things, and it's a short, fun, fun experience. Plays super smooth. It's on every platform imaginable. I think. Very cool. Very good. Um, great. So did. That is all we have on the show today. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, you can find us online on Twitter. I'm at Isel. Omer is at Omer Kaplan. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, comment, and leave your reviews on your preferred listening app. You can find all of the links at uh, the website, theburn.live, which I forgot to say at the beginning. Uh, and our opening team was created by Ann Dorco with vocals by Fishy Twitch also on Twitter. Thank you, Omar. Thank you for having me. Uh, and as always, until next time, bye-bye. See ya.